Welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we are getting to another hot request, Moto Grader by Moto Grader. We saw these guys in concert, and then everyone was like, yeah, you guys got to do that album on the show. And we were like, yeah, we fucking do. They were <laughs> <And> sweet. <laughs> they were. Mud. Yeah. Ripping off West riffs. It was beautiful. It was great. So uh, we are going to get all into Moto Grader and their self-titled album. Uh, but before we get to that, guys, are you going to be in Nashville anytime soon? Um, I'm thumbing through my calendar. Matt, are you going to be there? You know what? Uh, come August, I think there's something going to be happening. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's August right. August 25th, my brother's birthday. I won't That's... be celebrating with him. I will be in Nashville. <laughs> That's right. We'll be at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo number two. Second year they're doing it. Roach Coach will be there Saturday, August 25th. Not only will we be there, Head from Corn's going to be there. Toby Wright, producer, new metal producer extraordinaire, will be there. And honestly, I say this in the best way possible. Who knows what's going to happen? And. Josh Toomey's going to be there, right? That's right. Josh Toomey's going to be there. I've talked to me podcast. And he could literally talk to, I mean, not me, but you. Yeah. And, and you, mu- that's me. And our mutual friends from discography discussion are going to be there. That's right. Is that so? I didn't. That is true. I really didn't know that until now. Yes. What yes. a dream. I've seen the layout. There's a bar in the middle of this. Good plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. What I, a dream. You know, you know what I see? Tickets. Those tickets are going to be gone, baby. Bop around. <laughs> Talk to your buds. Head's going to be there. Head's going to be there. Wow. I might be in a button up. I don't know. I'm a wild card. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I look like or what I'm wearing, but if a bush slowly approaches you, <laughs> <laughs> Prowler's on the move. Yeah. Just just assume that we're going to go full the the part of our lives that you don't see the improv characters. <laughs> just assume you're going to get that way too much. <laughs> Definitely head over to the Nashville Rock and Pod Facebook page. Uh, get your tickets. And uh, they have plenty of giveaways going on in the lead up. And uh, it's, uh, it is going to be tremendous. And we are very excited to be a part of it. Also, Jenny, who's tweeting? Who is? Who's tweeting? Who is? Uh, uh, well, Garrett is. Yeah, we did a Boy Hits Car episode. And um, people had things to say. Garrett Fuller had something to say. He said, this episode rules. This band slurps. <laughs> that is valid. Uh, Daniel Terry, um, I'm surprised you guys like the vocals as much as you did. I found Craig to be a real lame version of At The Drive-In's Cedric Bixler. I felt like his vocals and lyrics were pretentiously self-indulgent. Hashtag this band slurps. Hashtag give them some privacy. Mm. Krieg. Yeah. Uh, the aforementioned... Josh Toomey says, hashtag slurps. 
There we go. Well, you hit uh, it on the head when you said that, Jenny. Well, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there was ever a time that I was proud of my uh, my <laughs> your your rapier wit. Yep. Your turn of phrase. Thank you. Yes, uh, it was hashtag slurps. Uh, Chris Dove says this album sounds like Glassjaw and Incubus had an unwanted baby and is just mad at its parents. Episode was great. Music was an atrocity. An atrocity. Very rare that that wow. one gets leveled. Yes. Yeah. New metal crimes. Mm. Uh, Sheldon said, yeah, that's going to be a no from me, dog. I'm going to go <laughs> listen to J. Cole now. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. K.O.D. Oh, wow. Uh, Jake says, after a few episodes of hearing my comments read aloud on the show, I'm coming to terms with how bland I sound. <laughs> Uh, Jake, after 106 episodes or however many we've done, I've also come to terms with how bland I sound. So you're not alone. Uh, I love the fact that Scott Menville is in this band. I loved the Teen Titans as a kid. I even wrote my own storyline about a character called Dark Angel for a fifth grade project. If Dark Angel isn't a name of a songmeanings.com user, I'll be shocked. I was surprised that I never heard this album. It fits in pretty well with the great stuff I was listening to uh, in that fifth, sixth grade time period. Great, great episode. Not a great episode. A great episode. Uh, Jason said, uh, so the Incubus-esque elements of this intrigued me, and I checked, it, I checked out this and another album from them. I can now confidently say that by far the worst element of what they do is the new metal. They leaned into the pseudo psychedelic rock vibe. They wouldn't be half bad. They just suck at new meddling. It's a very precise thing that very few are great at. That's true. Also, generous. Mm. Nice, Jason. Uh, Stephen Tilbury simply says, "OMG, yuck." <laughs> Which I have to be honest. If you're ever hearing me try to reason my way through not liking a band, is what's happening in my brain. So thank mm. you, Stephen, for capturing <laughs> that in text. Yeah, Elric said, I'm surprised that this didn't get mentioned where uh, uh, Krieg did a 68-foot stage dive at a show on YouTube as the greatest stage dive ever. Um, He also said that Girls Against Boys, greater than the strokes, any day of the week. Whew, hot take. All right. Uh, Box Boron says, Boy Hits Car is Ropey. Uh, Saws for recommending it. Much like Jenny Bloomer, I'm 33 now and ashamed of my 15-year-old self for buying it. Also, need some hashtag new metal maths on the Canon spreadsheet. Hashtag give me them correlations. I don't know what that means, but we'll get on it. Schmeave says, I can't believe they have a Darude Sandstorm flute break that doesn't even <laughs> drop. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I almost thought these guys were like some 41, a pop, a pop punk band borrowing from heavy metal bands they loved, but I think it's reverse. Boy Meets Car is new metal dipping into other sounds. All right. George says, hmm, that band is okay. I couldn't shake the image of Getty Lee attempting new metal. Oh, yeah. Flute my ass. That sounded like a recorder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And finally, over on Instagram, uh, Trevor Danger, a.k.a. Rob Adams, said, One, I think you were confusing this band's name with Boy Sets Fire. Yes. Understandable as both are insufferable, emotional man horseshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> Girls Against Boys are great post-hardcore, minus the electronica album that pretty much ruined their career. 
And three, Matt Nas is a goddamn national treasure for his honest gut reactions to pretentious bullshit. Hashtag eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. Thank you, everyone, for writing in, uh, tweeting, Facebooking. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And um, before we get into the album, we got to talk about next month, you guys. It's it's June, and June has a special holiday in it. Papa. That holiday is Father's Day. Papa. And so we're doing something special here at the Roach Coach Podcast. It's called New Metal Forefathers Month. Papa, you're home. <laughs> That's, That's me. right. That's me being a little abandoned child. <laughs> <laughs> a little abandoned new metal child. You're yes. right, new metal Mary. I'm home. Papa. <laughs> I have a sack full of CDs. Oh my goodness. The digi packs are in pristine condition. These are OOP. <gasps> Papa, I will sell them on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the origin story of Eastox underscore USA? That's <laughs> yes, correct. I think it is. It's like a really like not great Santa Claus. <laughs> I have a closet full of garbage. He is That's... wearing red and has a beard, but it is not charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we will be doing a full month. Uh, we'll be doing four episodes, um, four albums of New Metal Forefathers. Who will they be? Some that you... We'll be like, yep, of course. And maybe some that you're like, oh, a surprise. But I think you will all be very excited about it as um, we dive into these, uh, into in, into Papa's bag. That's what it is. <laughs> as we dive into Papa's Please bag. Please dive into my bag. <laughs> Get in there. Uh, oh, Papa, <laughs> you sound so confident. <laughs> oh, you're going to like what you see in there. <laughs> <laughs> were you the were you the men's warehouse guy there? <laughs> You're gonna love the way you look in Papa's bag. <laughs> Once you try on Papa's bag, you're gonna be like, "Can I wear this all the time?" You'll uh, I don't know I don't know. There are so many avenues. <laughs> this guy's a real creep. I don't like this character. <laughs> Turn in next month for when we do these characters for four episodes in a row. <laughs> This first record is a real humdoozer. Please, Papa, put the needle down on the record. You got it. All right, let's move. All right, then. The album (laughs) of the week, Moto Grader by Moto Grader. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on June 24th, 2003. Ooh. Come down. Come down. Mm -hmm. Jenny, history with Moto Grader. Uh, we saw them. Jeff Kelly is always saying that we need to do this album. Uh, that's it, though. Based on those two elements, seeing mm-hmm. them yep. and him being like, you have to do it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We do. Yeah. Which is why when you said, hey, what should we do next? I said Motograder. Lauren, Just, yeah. any history? Um, I was standing next to you the first time I was aware of them <laughs> and uh, seeing them live. And uh, yeah, they uh, they ripped it up. They were new metal as fuck. And so, uh, yeah. And then everyone, basically, after we talked about them on the show, everyone's like, you need to do their album. And so now here we are. Matt Nas. 
I've I've heard that you guys saw them in concert. We did. <laughs> we did. They were with Head P. It was no yeah. big deal. Did anybody write us in their uh, plea for us to do this record to share the why? No. No. Or was it just more of like, you guys know, you've now seen them live. You need to do it. I, I Yeah. I mean, I think it was just a thing of just like people were like, oh, just like bring it full circle. You've seen them live. Now listen to the record and and learn more. So, yeah, here we are. Um, I attempted to procure a copy. This is definitely OOP and definitely way expensive and not at all big thrift. Uh, one guy was selling it for like 20 bucks plus shipping on eBay. Another guy was selling it as part of like a combo deal for like 20 bucks with the D. Snyder's Strangeland soundtrack. Thought about it. Hey. Then the auction ended. So that was that. So I do not have any liner notes for you, uh, but this album cover appears to be a... Is it's this a, a light se- bulb fist. It's oh. a light bulb corpse fist. Oh. Is it not? <laughs> I mean, it could not be that, but it looks no, like I that think, to me. No, I think you nailed it. It is, it is what would normally be a light bulb, but it is a, a, a fist that is clearly, yeah, cut off a dead body. And... Um, underneath moto graders font which i dig i dig this font this is a good font for a band it looks like the check engine light everywhere there's an o i thought that was supposed to be like a chain i see what did you say i thought it looked like a chain the o's look like chains see i felt like it had a real sputnik vibe like a real (laughs) russian font (laughs) yes that is true Mm. All of these things are true. Jenny, who's in Motograder on this album? Oh, Motograder on this album is Ivan Ghost Moody on vocals, Matt Nuke Nunes on guitars, Bruce Grader Butler, uh, and Chris Crispy Bins on drums, uh, Joey Smur uh, Kriswanski mm-hmm. on percussion. Zach the Waz Ward on vocals, electronics, and samples. So this band has had a tremendous amount of turnover. This is the only release to feature Ivan Ghost Moody as lead vocalist, as well as all other band members with the exception of Matt Nuke Nunes. So, yeah, this is like the one time it was all these guys. Yeah, well, they say a nuke is pretty final, right? This is true. So I'm just going to let that be. <laughs> uh, the most interesting thing I found out was that Ivan Ghost Moody is the lead vocalist of the band Five Finger Death Punch. Um, so he basically left this band and went into that band and has seen much success. Um, I do not believe I've ever heard a song by Five Finger Death Punch. But I did look up some of their album titles, and I just had to just mention a few of these, if we're okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. The Way of the Fist, War is the Answer, American Capitalist, The Wrong Side of Heaven and the Righteous Side of Hell, Volume 1, The Wrong Side of Heaven and the Righteous Side of Hell, Volume 2, Got Your Six, a decade for of destruction and released just last week and justice for none 
Whoa. Wow. Well, that's different than the other album I know by that almost title. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a change. I asked around because uh, I did not listen to them. Uh, what does um, Five Finger Death Punch sound like? And I was told that they sound like butt rock. So I said, hmm, interesting. And we'll see how that plays out for this album. We will. Now, I'm going to give, this is unprecedented, but I'm going to give a preface to this. Now, this song, I'm going to tell you right now, this this album, rather, is is 22 songs long. but I'm just going to tell you that it's because each of these songs has the name of the song spelled backward and a nothing track in front of it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say that I, I don't know. I hadn't brought this up to you before, Lauren, and I should oh. have. But wh- are uh. you okay with skipping these nothing tracks? Um, I'm fine. I mean, the thing is that they're all basically just found noise or just weird backmasking without anything yeah, they're just basically yeah filler tracks, and they're all basically between fifteen and fifteen and thirty seconds. So um, that's just gonna go ahead and tell you if you're wondering. Uh, we're going even tracks here. This is math. I know this is new metal math. You didn't sign up for, so we're doing it for you. But we're gonna be listening to to every even numbered song. Uh, and if you're wondering what the odd number song is called, just spell the name of the track backward you got it yeah i mean yeah i mean so yeah the first song on the album if we were to attempt to pronounce it it would be edicophis which is the word suffocate in reverse Nothing to no one. Matt, we were doing the come get some hands for that whole song. This whole song is just like a fucking taunt. You think you're something? You're fucking nothing. Come here. I'll, I'll beat the shit out of you. Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. That's this that's this song. Um Jenny, what did you think of Suffocate? Um I definitely thought it was like a very new metal vibe. It was new metal as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> the cheese was heavy here. Um, this was like a raclette cheese of a song, <laughs> I would say. It was on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre soundtrack, which 100% made sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. It was not what I was expecting based on what we saw when we saw Motograder. It did not sound anything like what we saw. 
No. So no. I had a very different expectation going into this. Uh, but you can tell that there's just like one dude left <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, so I wrote in my notes that this song is clearly about posers. The vocals have a throwback vibe. Like they're going for like an early rap rock sound. But can we talk about how these lyrics are not good? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what's your, what's your problem? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm like, here's the thing. We deal, I mean, somebody who's never listened to the show, maybe wandering in and off the street, be like, Wait, why are these lyrics bad? But like, just sometimes you can say the things you say and like you know and like a corn or jonathan davis or something can uh or even like a fred durst you know i got a chainsaw rip your ass raw and it just like even if you're like fred durst would never really beat somebody up like with the combined riff and the delivery it works and you don't question it but there are lines in this I'll just read it. What's to say, heard you got roughed up. Once again, you got left behind. And then he has an ad lib of, ha! Check yourself. Don't get it twisted. Write yourself a formal goodbye. Write yourself a formal goodbye. I don't know. I see where they're going. I don't think it's there. It's, it's, uh, it's a thing of how can I say the thing that's been said so many times before? Write yourself a formal goodbye. I don't know. Sounds like, like I don't know, like you're writing your own resignation at a job. Who is this guy, my boss? Like, um, yeah, might be. And uh, songmeanings.com, we get a lot of the same people for this whole run of this album. Uh, lots of fighting, but uh, commenter, Alt F4. I love this song. I just don't get one thing. If this person is nothing to no one, why is he writing a song about him slash her? And I was like, ooh. Wow. Damn, Alt F4. Coming in real hot. And then Joey Nobody said, don't be critical, Alt F4, you ass. (laughs) Sticking out tongue emoji. (laughs) You ass. This song is basically how stupid one can act and how you'll just get so pissed you'll choke to death trying to breathe. And I said, wait, 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 what? what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Basically, how you can get so pissed you choke to death because you forget to breathe? Well, no, here. Okay, here's the thing. Imagine this. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the thing they're talking about. It's like when somebody's so pissed that they're just going... <laughs> That noise. And that's frequently followed by, <laughs> you ass. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I've ever heard say that earnestly is sweet angel Mitchell's mother. will <laughs> call people, you ass. <laughs> Further on down the line, commenter Dirty Punani. Of course. Perfect. Said, God, this song is horrible. The video is even worse. I saw it on the TCM bonus DVD and died of laughter. This band sucks. They're dead posting. Is this not Ghost Moody? The vocalist of the band at this time? 
If they are dead and posting from the afterlife, then they must be a ghost. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. If this person said they died of laughter, and yet oh. they are posting, is it not? I'm just, just imagine a little conspiracy board with lots of pins and strings. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we are once again. Here we're we in go. the basement. Here yeah. we go. Here we, here we go. Also, our lights are about to be turned off. If you could please buy some supplements, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Get your bug out bag. Because I'm going to take you on a ride. I'm just kidding. I won't. It was just that one. Uh, again, I do feel like we're kind of on a ride because we won't be going to track three now. We'll be going to track four. Uh, and that is called Down. something real quick yeah so i was thinking (laughs) this song has some of the dumbest lyrics i've ever heard (laughs) but then Uh uh-huh i read the second verse and i realized this is and i'm not exaggerating (laughs) literally verbatim notes that i've given when i'm teaching an improv class uh if you're doing a scene, uh, like a, a short form scene, and there are two people in it, and somebody mm-hmm. is, I, I don't know, I don't want to get too much into it, but basically, this is something I've literally said to a class verbatim. There's no one coming. There's no one coming. And there's no way out. There's no way out. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're doing a two person scene and somebody's in charge of it, if you're yelling to somebody else, there's no one coming and there's no way out of the scene. <laughs> so as I was judging these lyrics very hard, I realized they're things that I've actually yelled Said at. out loud. Said yep. out loud. And are true. So maybe I'm wrong. I'm really bummed that you've never told an improv class, we're falling throughout eternity, the clock is ticking, and you're still <laughs> counting sheep, you're still half asleep. Which I feel like I could mean, totally be said. Give me... Give me 15 years. <laughs> we'll have a whole different kind of class. But as I was judging this, I was like, wait, I've said this to human beings. But on the subject of the song, Lauren, what do you think? So this guitar up top gives me like a real rage vibe, like a, like a wannabe Tom Morello thing. This smooth boy vocal comes on and I was like, hold on. Are we in butt rock? Is this butt rock? And the thing is that when they go into that chorus, it's not 
It's not a crack. It's a full cheek. It's a full cheek. <laughs> One whole cheek. One whole cheek of butt rock. And um, see, I thought they were taking us to Tool Town. You think that? You think it's Tool Town, <laughs> but and I this is confounds me through the whole album and in my notes where I'm like Maynard Butt Rock, and then I was like, oh shit, the fine line between Maynard and Butt Rock. I never realized it was so close. That's the plumber. <laughs> right? You see a crack? You got a tool belt? It's the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's the plumber. <laughs> Sorry, the guys. Plumber. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we cracked it wide open. <laughs> we did it. Songmeanings.com. Uh, commenter. Trivium.dk. Said my favorite song from Motograder. It starts starts out more soft and ends up in madness. I really enjoy that. In madness. Um, and then someone else comments uh, that they listen to the song before they go and they do a two man. I'm kidding. Nobody says that. <laughs> uh. It's like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> well, uh. Now, up next, we have not track five, but track six, Prophecies. Flush the pit. That gave a thumbs down. Go to go to two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. is insane <laughs> this song is here's the thing i know the velvet underground have it under lock with that banana cover but give it to this song i'm just saying for like a week it it deserves it this song is bananas <laughs> it's nuts jenny <laughs> where would you like to start with prophecies almost over i'd like to start 
when it's almost over, Lauren. Because uh, I, you know what? Actually, I didn't hate the song as much as I just came in hot about it. It was just like I feel like I'm listening to a band that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing here, and the uh, very like metalcore nature of like the band just being one person that's like around now. Mm-hmm. It. I don't know. It all it all adds up. All the puzzle pieces are there. You know, it's just like, what's going on here? Why are we yelling Nostradamus? Because it's called prophecy. Like, I get why, but uh, these lyrics. What's going on here? If I may, the second verse is is uh, is is quite a collection of of uh, of dumb lyrics, um, because this is. We've we've often joked on the shows like, hey, do you do you have anything? Do you have anything written down? And there's like, oh, I have this idea. It's a placeholder idea until I have something else. Okay. And it never gets replaced. And it never, never. gets re- and it never gets replaced. So th- that that was my thought here. But the options are either this is a placeholder lyric, or he did not have the lyrics done, and he just looked at lunch and this is what he said. Okay. Slave camps, last dance, billion dollar mishaps, bombshells, nitro, anything that you can throw. Housewives, onion rings, AOL, and crashing planes. Onion rings? You're reading this in the cadence of we didn't start the fire, and maybe <laughs> that's, that's what he is. was going for. That's it. Because that could just be subbed in for that, and it would be that's it. totally fine. JFK, blown away. What more do we have to say? <laughs> Get me a large onion ring. That <laughs> just sounded like that. To and me. the collected works of Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Lauren. Yeah. I, I know that you have finicky ears, ears that are attuned. Can we talk about the drumming on this record? I think it's good. You think it's good? I feel like <laughs> that sounds like an accusation. <laughs> I I don't know. Like uh, I thought. Uh, I thought honestly, by and large, I feel like the band is doing a decent job. I I think uh, the vocalist is where I have a lot of problems on this album. Um, do you Me, you have issues with the drums? I don't have a problem with the drums per se. I think I have a problem with the drum sounds. Mm. I have a problem. Right now, three songs in. I know that's early for a hot take. This does not sound like produced in 2003. This I, sounds like produced in 95, 96. This, are you saying that James Jimbo Barton didn't do a great job producing this album that was released on Electra Warner? records this album was this was on electra yes it was whoa it was recorded at uh i'm sorry the coyote house topanga canyon california let me let me look up because uh james jimbo barton does not have a wiki page as far as i can tell so let's see what uh all music oh oh here we go let's go to his Official website, James Jimbo Barton, the music surgeon. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. The, mu- the music surgeon. 
the music surgeon. This might not work. This site sorry, is. Uh, I'm sorry. This song is uh, isn't going to make it. Isn't going to make it. <laughs> oh, we're desperate. We'll see anybody. Is there a music surgeon we can see? <laughs> Did someone say my name? You're not even wearing scrubs, sir. I am naked. <laughs> yes, you are fully nude. It is me, James Jimbo Barton. Music so, surgeon. So apparently he has a website that uh, won't load Strange on character. my. He has a website that won't load on my laptop, which is fair. <laughs> it my laptop is very old. It's only from a year ago. So um, you know, uh, I can get why it doesn't work. It's a version um, of Shockwave that is not supported yeah, anymore. Um, so I'll go over to All Music. We'll just look at his producing credits. He was a producer on Stone Sours. Self-titled album. Right. He also did production on Queensryche. Um, Which one? Queensryche 2013. Um, it looks like he's done a lot of mixing and engineering work for Metallica, Live Shit, Binge and Purge. He did uh, mixing for uh, Kiss, Alive, the Millennium Concert. and um, So is it just bands that sound like shit? I'm sorry. I'm coming in way too hot. <laughs> You're coming way hot. Yeah, was, I mean, look, it would sound worse if I produced it. I'm not going to pretend like I'm good at that job. The, well, this is clearly an incomplete list here because Moto Grader isn't even listed on it. So um, no. I wish, uh, yeah, I wish James Jimbo Barton's Music Surgeon website. Uh, were, oh, here we go. I found him on Lipman Entertainment. He produced ooh, some Rob Thomas. Okay. He apparently did some work on the Scrape album, Up the Dose. He worked... Uh-oh, Jenny. He worked <laughs> on Rush and Rio. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, will, I will take it, the shit I've shoveled and it, it, retrieve it looks, some shit for myself. It looks to me like he does a tremendous amount of work with live records. He's worked on a ton of live records. Um, so, yeah. Um, Kiss Unplugged. Um, Kiss MTV unplugged, Eric Clapton unplugged. So, so these um, these the yeah. problem is that Motograder was plugged. That's what you're telling me. Hold on, I just cracked it open. My man's got mad crazy engineering, mixing, associated producer credits on one Ornico Flow by Anya. Oh, the Orinoco Flow. <laughs> what did I say? Not or- that obviously. Orco, I believe it's <laughs> Orco Orna- flow would have worked. Orco flow. flow, whatever flow. You All right. <laughs> for it. Listen, this is a new metal podcast, not an Enya podcast. Well, not yet. Anyway, let's get back to it then. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, up next is wrong. <laughs> that is now. Openly mocking the song with his physicality. <laughs> I hear voices deep within me finding out I'm not so strong. Sometimes I don't think so. Clearly. 
right, that's good. That's legit. <laughs> Dollar store Draymond. Whoa. <laughs> I gotta walk Shots out of the room fired. for a minute because like, I feel like I know I'm gonna get notes on how hot I'm coming in on the cell. <laughs> and they're deserved 100 percent Well, I well, was pointing my fingers up like fireworks going off with that. <laughs> I felt yeah. like that was really mean, but I couldn't not say it. Lauren, oh man, what'd you think uh, of that song? Um, I, I had it had a nice chuggy riff with a weird I called almost siren, like I I don't know it was like a it's siren. Like you're but not a- under arrest, but <laughs> yeah, like, but, but the wacky police are here. Yeah. Yes, That's like it true. was almost a little too clown, like yeah. a little too clown car, and I feel like they were trying to do like a Slipknot thing, you know. Like at oh, the top yeah. of surfacing or something like that, but it's not, it's not as menacing. It's like they're trying to go for a big explosion, but really all I hear is like a, like a, like a sparkler or something. You know, like at a lesser firework. Not a great analogy. I don't know if I'll keep that in. Um, <laughs> the pre-chorus, I determined it's the pre-chorus when he screams wrong. That's fucking awesome. That's great. That is good. More but of that, please. More of that. But then he goes into the actual chorus, and I was like, no thanks. And once again, it's almost Maynard, but then it goes, goes butt rock. That's right. That's goes to BRC. Classic. Butt bummer. rock city. <laughs> butt rock <laughs> city. Oh, man. Butt rock city. This guy's got, this guy owns land there. All right. He ain't retting. All right. <laughs> Check his residency. Again, I want to say, when we saw Motograder... They were not like this. None of this. None of this. This is like when somebody tells you that like a person was a total piece of shit, and then you meet them, and they're great. And you're like, what do you mean? Like, this person was great. Like, oh, man, no. Like, in 2003, total piece of shit. So I feel like we need to give that band... I want you to take yourself back to 2003, June 24th, 2003 specifically. Would you want people to judge you on how you were then? Me? No. Fuck no. That was a wild summer for me, no. Unfortunately, we're just reviewing like a a flash in the pan, but like I think that it bears saying go see Motograder if you can because they yes. were really good and entertaining. They were killer. Here's the thing. The uh so in case I mean I don't even remember what episode it was that we talked about going to that show, but um they their look then and now is uh full body paint or at least waist up uh black and white body paint um makes them look like uh I I, I don't want to say living skeletons cuz the main dude is pretty ripped or at least the body paint made him look like he was and um yeah very menacing um they uh 
on this album, I did look up the videos, which are unwatchable in that they are like they just look like you can't see a goddamn fucking thing except that the main guy ghost is covered in red body paint and he just flicks off the camera a lot while he's uh singing but they all seem to take place in like dusty abandoned buildings or abandoned warehouses or something and and it's like they were like oh this is an old rusty place cram your drum set in there and i'm like they just look uncomfortable you know how i am when i can tell people are like really uncomfortable that's what i thought watching this and there was one video that was just intercut with um footage from the texas chainsaw massacre remake which, which was probably featured in that yeah so. also interesting note about that movie one of the worst of all time so <laughs> yeah all right well continuing with our sunshine parade here (laughs) the next (laughs) song on this album is no name yeah baby uh prowlar prowlar yeah where the heck have you been ah i got evicted from the garage what no yeah i gotta move back to the bush baby i knew that this was gonna do this i'd never heard this song before and i knew i was safe well (laughs) i'm glad to see you again i was uh, they captured my squirrel. Really? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Safe capture or what? Yeah, they said that he needed a better life than hanging out with me. Well, that's what? really rude. That is terrible. I know. But I could tell that he was going to be happier. He didn't want to go back to the bush and I couldn't blame him. Are you going to be okay, Prowler? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Prowler just ran away. <laughs> See you later, baby. Oh, bye, Prowler. I'm back, baby. I found a $50 bill on the ground. Everything's coming up, Prowlo. <laughs> All right, thank God, because I was really worried about it. I'll be that. outside yeah. your window tonight. All right, nope. thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow, already drew my blinds, I knew. Uh, this song, Lauren, what do you think of this song? Um, So I thought that Rift was kind of sturdy, but it's total Tool Town alt-metal butt rock. Um, the Smooth Boy vocals are like, it's... um. I mean, you called it Dollar Store Draymond, but this is, yeah, this is uh, Bargain Bin Maynard. Like, it's <laughs> it's not... Left, right, jab, uppercut. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, everyone, everyone is a true individual. They have certain attributes that can only be them. And it's the same thing as, like, with, uh, uh, with you know, everybody who imitated Eddie Vedder. You know what I mean? And it was like, you don't have that Eddie Vedder thing. And it's like, once again, this guy does not have the Maynard thing. He doesn't have the menace, nor really the gravitas. But I will give him this. He does have pipes. Like, I don't think he's like a bad singer. I just think like if he were to just more embrace himself and not go for the imitation, it would be better. Items from the dollar store are not bad. Right. They do in a pinch. You're like, hey, I just need some hand sanitizer. I don't need name brand hand sanitizer. This little mini one. I've got a toothbrush holder from the dollar store. Mm -hmm. Works great. 
Yeah. It said exactly. brush on it. Mitch scratched out the B. Just says rush. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> nice. That's adorable. That's stuff adorable. From, stuff from the dollar store isn't bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's definitely stuff from the dollar store. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but it's identifiable as from the dollar store. Yeah. Dollar and, store is okay. And that's all right. Dollar General. Uh, dollar Tree. Other dollar places. It's fine. But yes, like uh, this guy, it's not like his his voice doesn't work. It's not like it's bad. It's just mm-hmm. like what... What are we going for here? Songmeanings.com. Some interesting statements and opinions show up. First, Tell13 said, This song is great. I fucking love it. Yeah. But then again, I love anything my baby sings. Oh. And I was like, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I was like, I doubt this is his wife. This one. <laughs> This might be his Prowlar right here. Or this might be, I mean, Tell could be a woman. Yeah. Perhaps this is her male baby. Mm. Good point. But then someone that we saw fairly recently in this comment section, Pig Venus 666 Whoa. Thank God. Who has been accused... And this is very important. Was accused in a who's tweeting of being the real pig penis from Mushroom Head. Accusations are flying. Okay, so keep that in mind when I read this comment. Cool song. Kind of rings a bell of a song I heard once. And I said... Is this giving me a little bit of a mushroom head vibe? That would explain all of our hot stance against. And then I thought about it. This guy's a screamer. And then he also does this smooth boy butt rock stuff. He's like a one man, J-man, Jeffrey nothing mashup. Oh, boy. And then I love that Pig Venus is like, motherfucker's jacking my style. Only one way I can settle this out. The comments Gotta take it to the comments. What's next? Oh, up next is collapse. All right. Yeah. Give me those double kicks. Wait. Disappointed dad, right now. I told you to keep your head in the game. What are you doing? Uh, this, do this. You want to drop that pick up the pace sample here, there, everywhere.
Are we all disappointed? Are you a coach about to yell at us for the bad first quarter? <laughs> I mean, right. I'm out there watching the <laughs> same game you are. <laughs> are we all disappointed? <laughs> Boys, I'm, take a knee. Boys, take a knee. Get around. All right. I'm Sorry, watching the same game you are. We had the right game plan. Okay, we started off real strong, super hot. You told us to come in hot, coach. You told us to come in hot. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're ripping off sick by Slipknot. It's going great for us. (laughs) It sounds like it's supposed to sound. We're in. We're heavy. And then, coach, I don't care no more. He's working from his own playbook, coach. the world collapse around me. Why did you take us to Butt Rock City? My parents are getting divorced. A lot of parents get divorced. (laughs) But these are my parents of mine. (laughs) Mine. (laughs) I'm just writing a Butt Rock song, which we were dumped into. No butt pun intended. I want you guys to go out there and play a good, competent second quarter. I don't even care no more. Sorry. We'll see. I mean, it, you get a real whiplash from it, too, because you get a line like, a million motherfuckers all built for catastrophe. Yeah. And I was like, and the drums are coming, and you're just like, and you're like, you know, talked a lot of shit, but you never lived up to it. And you're like, oh, this is a fucking hot track. And then it's like, uh, we're going to deflate things a little bit with this chorus. Oppose uh, the pose. Oh, this is... A very much anti-poser track. Right. It's an anti-poser track that gets you a swirly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's, I don't know. It starts out as a strong anti-poser track. And it just, I don't know. It's the loud guy who is threatening everybody like I can kick everybody's ass and then somebody stands up and is like really and then then like (laughs) (laughs) commenter on songmeanings.com 87 lives says this song is just another way of saying don't start what you can't finish don't fuck with me unless you want to be fucked with back it's like, well, all right, you're talking shit to me, but tell me, what would you do if you were in my shoes and I talk shit to you? I would kick your ass. All right. I Maybe. Believe, I believe three quarters of that. Three yeah. quarters. Three quarters. I was with it. I dare you to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that's the vibe this song gives me. And then, like... When somebody does dare to kick your ass, they just do. Right. Is this is this whole album just a bunch of songs of like, let's do, let's go outside and we'll do this. You want to go outside? You gonna go outside? We going outside? We going outside? We going outside? Hold me back, babe. Hold me back. <laughs> Hold me back. <laughs> you ever been held back in a fight when you know you weren't gonna fight? I uh, have been. That's every fight I've ever been in, which has been a non-fight. Oh, uh, there's something I didn't mean. I'm a fucking coward, so yeah. I see fights. I start to run immediately. Yeah. This uh, whole album yeah. feels like a real, like, hold me back. <laughs> no intention. You better be holding me back. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about right. 
All right. Um, well, yeah. we still have half an album to go here, so let's see if it it comes around. Uh, new PLS design. Music Doctor. Oh, uh, new design. In brackets, start over. Okay, clean break, guys. If I just... Whoa, okay. He'd like He'd to. He'd like to change the hands of time. It'd be great. Listen. I'd like to. When you well. described this band to me during that head <laughs> PE episode. It's not the same band. You described a band that crushed, was so aggressive, you couldn't take it almost. Well, let's not paint that as a bad thing. This band has grown into something good. This is like, this is teen motograder. We've okay. seen right. entering their 30s Moto Grader. Yeah. You're right. You're right. New lineup Moto Grader. I, I, here's the thing. I We're don't reading think their they, live journal right now. Here's the thing. If they oh, played yeah. any of these songs when we saw them, <laughs> they, the arrangements have yeah. changed. <laughs> the arrangements have changed deeply. <laughs> yeah. If we saw any of these songs. They if didn't, we'd seen they, any of these songs, it would have stuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would have been like they were ripping it up, and then um, I don't know. We started talking about changing the hands of time, and like I thought, like I was in a I don't know, scared straight video or something like that. I mean, so, this this song sounds like uh, I've made some mistakes, everyone, but I want to tell you that I've learned a lot, and I won't any smoke any more of that marijuana anymore. And like, if that's, I could know, walk up to a giant clock and physically, if there was a music video for this, I have zero fucking doubt. That they would have had a giant clock with actual hands pulling back the hands of time. And white rabbits running away from it. Oh, man. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good bet. I mean, I don't know. At the same time, during this era, all their videos are shot in old industrial complexes full of smoke and rust. So, you know. Plus, I don't know how you sell this song covered in red paint flicking off the camera a ton. Up right. next. Up next. Yep. We've got red. All right. Oh, shit. Hello. Here we go.
photograders grounded the again. Valley of Light. There's dust. Well, bring you, it back up. You bring wouldn't... it back up. Back. Putting my headphones back on. In the Valley of Light, there's dust. You can see it because it's light. When it's dark, you can't see the dust. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the Valley of Light, there's a lot of visible dust. Also, in the Valley of Light, they have not paid a housekeeper in a long time, so the dust buildup is considerable. Or they could just buy a pledge in a rag and do it themselves. Am I the, the only val- one here who wants to play this game that we're playing? I mean, you're out there on the field. I'm confused, guys. Okay, Co- well... Co- Coach, listen, my dad just wants me to play because he played, okay? But I I don't want to live his life, which is an original thought that I've had. And I just... You know what? I'm just, I'm just doing what I feel. And what I feel right now is a Renfair vibe. That's what I have, okay? And so that's what type of rock music you're going to get from me. The type Coach. of rock music that would play at the Renfair. I just want to say that in the valley of light, there is dust. In the glory of pain, there's life. <laughs> We're going to go back out there. But if I hear this song again, it'll, it'll be everybody. None of you are going to graduate. None of you are getting out of this probation. Um, uh, you know what? I uh, Are we going to listen to any more of this song or no? Uh, do we need to? No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I just don't want to start <laughs> oh, talking no. and then you we put are, it back up. I feel, I have to say, <laughs> we're, we are, this is probably the hottest <laughs> we've, at, we've come at an album since I, dare I say Methods of Mayhem. And as we all know, you I'm commonly the, the like queen of hot takes that are perhaps unfair. I want to just check in real quick and ask, are we being unfair to Motograder? I think I'm being unfair to Motograder. Lauren? I think the fact that we saw them crush live and it was like really good. And then this record is just like butt rock and goofball lyrics. And, you know, I mean, yeah, this song literally start. Yeah. In the Valley of Light, there's dust. And it's sung as if he's like holding like a fucking skull in front of him like he's delivering his Shakespearean soliloquy. I mean, I don't think I've answered your question. Uh, I'm coming in as hot (laughs) as I feel is necessary. I have to say, uh, uh, I'm, I'm coming in at a level of hotness that feels true to this experience. We listen to way worse yeah. And been way more kind. That is true. But I do think it's because when we saw them, yeah, they were really good. And that's yeah. what I was expecting. And that's not fair. Because nah. I wouldn't want my 2017 self <laughs> to be like held up against my 2003 self. But then here we are. I did listen to this three fucking times and yeah. we're skipping half the tracks <laughs> uh the the other thing i got from it is that it starts off with this riff and a scream and this clanging metal then you go into that lyric and the vibe i got was it's like you're going to a show and you think it's going to be typo negative like you checked online this is obviously pre for my analogy this is pre peter Steele being dead 
So you th- you you're like, oh, I'm going to see typo negative tonight, you know, and I've got the ticket. Like, yeah, I totally checked. It's typo negative. It's for real. It's them. And then you show up, and it's typo negative. It's the typo themed typo negative cover it's band. Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks doing typo negative songs while doing and typo. doing typo and doing typo. And you're just like, wait, what? No, that's not. I've been tricked, and that was my feeling. And then yeah, and then the other half of the song, I was like, this gives me a real Renaissance Fair vibe. Like I couldn't shake it. Like it was, yeah. Here's where it's hitting me. Yeah. I have I had your description, so I was expecting them to be way harder than this. So that is against me and my expectations. And expectations always lead to disappointment. Okay, mostly lead to disappointment. Two, they start to do things I really like. I really like this song started. And I was like, all right, we're in it now. We're doing it. And then they feel like they pull the rug out from under me. And today, unlike pretty much 103 other episodes, I don't know what it is. I feel like I can't let this slide right now. I feel the same way. I feel yeah. like, you know, there's a children's book. No one's going to know what I'm talking about. It's called The House That Had Enough. It's about <laughs> it's about a house. And it's also knowing that next week we're listening to the Papa's Baby. Papa? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're almost there. Both creatures mean. <laughs> Or are we being mean to Moto Grader? We are. We are being unnecessarily mean to Moto Grader. I will say that. I mean, unnecessarily mean, maybe not. We're not like wishing ill on anyone. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying compared to how yeah. we've treated some things, this is this is definitely a little hot. This is a little throwback hotness we're yeah. throwing at somebody. I mean, now that I think about it, I don't even think we came in this hot on that Tura Satana album, which for the Deserved record... Deserved it. I mean, which for the record, I think, and this is just me speaking off the cup right now. Uh, did I say off the cup? I meant off the cuff. I said off the off cup. Off of whatever you need to speak on. Whatever <laughs> I need to speak on. I think might be my least favorite album we've ever done. Wow. Like, I was just thinking about it the other day, and I was like, if you had to he- rehear any of these records that you didn't like, and like, what one would you absolutely not? And I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to hear that Tara Satana one again. But I don't know. It could change. Just remembered Video Drone. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway. What we're we saying is <laughs> retired. What, what we're saying is if you were a fan of Moto Grader. Now, we get it. But if you're a fan of this Moto Grader, we're sorry. Obviously, it's not for us. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I never know that it's not for me until way later in the episode. But we have three to six tracks left. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's see. Let's do it. Up next, we've got Mutiny. See, I like this. Me too. This is nice. Love that! Matt 
fine. I'm pretty sure I thought he was gonna actually fall down. Like his I thought he was working. going to throw a stool. Alright. This song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were in Moda Grader at this time, it was obviously a brief moment in your life. <laughs> Except for one of you. In which case, I will say Motograder is doing great now. So please don't be mad at me. Everything about uh, me in 2003 sucked. Mm, Many things about mm. me now continue to suck. And I want you to know that I'm saying this with all the love in my heart. I, I am glad that we get to do this podcast. I am so grateful to spend time with the two of you. But this song really <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, it's it's a wake up sheeple plus overthrow society song. I can't. I just can't. And it's too many episodes. It's too many. It's like at the beginning, you're like, I can't fucking deal with this. And then you are like in the middle zone and you're like, okay, okay, okay. But then after a while, you're like, no, no, I don't think so. I've seen enough. It's like if you'd been in a few wars. We've been in a few wars. Like, what's normal? The first war you see, you're like, this is a fucking atrocity. And then you go to another war, and you're like, eh, that war wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. We've been in a few wars We've now. been in some scrapes. Yeah. 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 This is a... Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so, mutiny. Anyway, what do you guys think? You got it. I'm, I'm bummed. I'm I'm bummed. I'm bummed that it's that I don't like it. You know what? I'm gonna give a quick shout out to Chris Crispy Bins, drummer. I think he did a good job on this song with his drumming. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the song meanings comments on this one sum it up. Yes. Eighty-seven Live says this is a fuck the government song. Enough said. And then Anarchist says. Yeah, man. He's really mad at the government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up next. Uh, get back. Love this. Love it. Hello. the best song on the album so far yeah yeah lauren probably i if i'm gonna be <laughs> honest i wasn't keeping track of uh, <laughs> the best song or the um yeah i mean it's got a great crushing riff good kick drum he screams but then i wrote my notes mother told me no thanks smooth boy vocals oh man um i like that 
he says, get back, never going to corner me. Fuck tact. So tired of everybody. Fuck tact. Yeah. Did you, did either one of you ever watch America's Next Top Model? Yeah. No. Okay. Remember yeah. when Tyra was like, we were all rooting for oh, you. I know, I know that Classic part. moment. Classic moment. That's how I feel about this. Photocrater. <laughs> <laughs> we were we all, were all rooting. rooting for you. Maybe we weren't all, but I was. Here, let me tell you, when you know, when I when we were picking the albums and I said, Okay, you know, we'll do Spine Shank and then what should we do for the follow up? And you were like, Give me a minute. And then you're like, Hey, motor grader and i was immediately i was like oh yeah like we've been kind of just dodging that one but like yeah i'm very excited because of the show normally i I say i don't care yeah i cared that's why i feel like tyra (laughs) i'm like a dollar store tyra (laughs) and that's i will take that on myself but i'm just like oh I chose this. I think that was part of my disappointment, too. Yeah. Yeah. Might be. Ugh. So, um, Matt, do you want to ask your uh, your question? Yeah. <laughs> so, the length of this album is 4529. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. We've got one song left. It's the the length of this album is due in large part to the B- bonus completely unnecessary completely. bonus backwards. Oh, I'm I'm sure that there's one person listening to this who thought this was sweet. Oh god, I yeah. And I disagree with you, but I get it kind of. Uh but I just want to say if if we have deeply offended you, please reach out and I will tell you every truly bad thing that I love because there are eight million of them, including every Rush record ever. That's just a callback to our James Jimbo boy. Uh, anyway, the last song on this album is called Fight. song is very weird because through the whole album i feel like we've been listening to uh, some personal stuff um general views on how society functions and even if the lyrics are dumb or slightly incoherent you still can get the basic message of like oh this person is upset at the government this person has been wronged by a poser wake up sheeple 
These are all very simple things that we all understand that we've encountered many times, and they're universal things that we all get. This song, the first line, why is a scientist in a lab to try to destroy all meaning of this life? Well, that's weird. Wait, what are you talking about? Ripping from our man, killing while you can, murderer of this land? Wait, so what are they talking about? And I'm thinking, wait, are we talking about maybe like a drugs or like I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So I follow the lyrics further. Why do they play with strands of life today to build clones from human DNA? Fighting from your life, killing while you die. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Is this an anti-clone song? This song is coming out hot against Dolly the Sheep. I was like, what is going on here? And then I'm like, wait, was this song supposed to be in Resident Evil? Because then it makes 100% sense. Because now mm. I'm like, oh, okay. If you play the video game or saw the movies, this totally works. Only live to fight, fight, fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get it now. I'm talking about the X-Virus or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Yeah. But as like a song standalone, it makes no sense. Based on our own personal human experience. This was my favorite song on this album until it went into like the long like bloopy boy it's like a rumble i don't know i couldn't tell if it was supposed to be like a looped explosion or something but yeah it goes on for like five minutes when you put it in the context of resident evil which i know basically nothing about Mm -hmm. uh it still makes more uh, sense to me raccoon city I'm sorry. Hello. Or the T virus. <laughs> the T virus. All that's right. What well, it is. then I feel like you are a resident expert. Does uh, this make more sense then? Y- yeah, a little bit more. You know, I would say umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> they definitely. Oh, guys, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about Please umbrella do, incorporated. Because we've all just been like, this is dumb the whole time. So I would like there to be a moment where we're like, I'm equally as dumb about no that it makes sense. Not that you're d- Matt, you're not dumb. <laughs> you're not you dumb. probably have the most actual like <laughs> substantial takes. <laughs> it's definitely you or Lauren, and then me because I'm just like I like it or don't. Papa, Papa. Hey, I'm the guy I over think here. This is dumb. I'm the guy over here who's writing notes like this song is cool. You know, half the time. So yeah, I defer to you as well, Matt. Oh well, I love I love Resident Evil, so I th- I liked this song too. Kind of felt like it was a little bit more of a hardcore song, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Mm. Um, I don't I never made it to the explosions, but yeah, um, that falls right in line with what they were doing with Resident Evil, with the T virus infecting Raccoon City and causing a zombie outbreak. Yeah, wow. man, that's I too believe, bad. Yeah, I believe that's what the song could be about. Making the nemesis would be a real bad thing. Well, guys, we're at the end of the uh, album, so now it's time for Cannon Cannon. Talk. Cannon Talk. talk. All right. Um, That was a tiny cannon going off. Yeah, I don't know. I was inspired by the explosions you were saying before. I'll start. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll start. Yeah, um, <laughs> this album, it, it uh, they need to ditch the smooth boy stuff, which they have now done. So thank you for that. The lyrics are largely dumb or bad. 
Um, but I think the band is good. And so, you know, I feel like who's the lone, uh, lone remaining gentleman who's been the consistent through the entire process. Oh boy. That's What's a tall name? order. I'm not sure. It's, uh, it's Matt Nuke Nunes. Oh, that's right. And what is he? Is he the singer? No, he's guitars and backing vocals. So, um, I mean, I guess that, you know, that makes sense um, for a consistency of the band. I mean, it's like the guitarist, you know, because I mean, looking at it. um, Okay, so we saw them in 2017. Since then, they've replaced their bassist and their drummer. So. This is following a very metal what what I associate with metalcore type of timeline. I mean, I'm looking at like, I'm looking at this so there are I count 20 former members of the band. It's like a a a like one and a half to 3 year tenure, I feel. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing I guess to keep in mind is that it's it's a it's a demanding position. You have to cover your body in this body paint for every show. It's a, it's a bit more than just, you know, stepping up in like, you know, jeans and a t-shirt and rocking it out. I mean, that might be part of turnover. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Nobody was in yeah. jeans and a t-shirt except for us at that show, I would say. Yeah, but I'd say yeah, not not in the canon. Jenny no, I mean, definitely not in the canon. I don't think this uh, was a very good record overall. It had all of the things, like, it, I feel like almost every song started off in a way that had a lot of promise. Um, but I also think I came in with my expe- expectations, like, way too high uh, from having seen them. So I would say definitely not to this record, but I would really like to listen to the record that they released in 2017. Yeah. Because when we saw them, they were really fucking good and it Mm -hmm. was super fun to watch. So I'm going to say no, but I also want to say I made fun of this way more than it deserved especially given how I would be made fun of if somebody was looking at how I was in 2003. So, mm. Matt? Yeah, I agree. There's, It doesn't take much to find stuff that's embarrassing about all of us, right? Like, there's stuff out there that I'm like, I don't have control of. That's like, from that time period, that, oh, I, wouldn't, yeah. that I wouldn't, that I'd be like, I've grown a lot as, a, as an artist. <laughs> and I don't know what it was on this particular one that made us swing for the fences. Um, so if you're a fan of Motograder, my apologies for, for not necessarily giving it a listen. I know that it's not for me and I knew that pretty early. So I would say that we, I would not put it into the canon. I just want to say that in 2003, I had a live journal that was named after the character in an F. Scott Fitzgerald book that I'd read half of <laughs> and have ever only read half of. Like like a Franny and Zoe type situation? Sort of, yeah. Interesting. But and, I, and I just want to... I'm saying this in the way that it's like, that is so fucking obnoxious and wake up sheeple and like... It's not wake up sheeple. It's like, 
Wake up literaries. <laughs> it's more like, this is what's good. I know good things. Right. Which is to say that... If you find my 2003 <laughs> live journal, you'll find me writing about my dad. Oh, my mom was like lit up. I I guess I just feel like uh, maybe I... The way that I came at this album was the way that I would come at like myself from that era, which is just like, oh, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? And I want to say that although it's not in the canon, when we saw Motigrator, they were great. And, you know, this <laughs> this wasn't good, but, <laughs> but it's okay. But they were great live. They were great live. They were. Yeah. All right. Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And um, keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. The Juggalo Hundo. Juggalo Hundo. 100. Carries on. We're at 85 reviews. Looking to get 100. And then we'll do a special ICP episode of this podcast. Where it is entirely possible we will be nicer to that album than we were to moto grader tonight there's almost no chance that we'll ever be as mean to an album yeah it's true it's true um so uh keep on posting those reviews on itunes um and uh get ready for next month new metal forefathers month papa yeah that's uh, that does bring us to the end so until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Sorry, Motorbird.